My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. We are going to be exploring the topic of bodies, embodiment, and all that stuff. In fact, we might be doing that most of the month of November because bodies are talking so much right now. So you could say loudly right now, at least to me. And to, um, you know, some people have been talking about. So a lot of people I know are feeling, and this has been going on for a while, but like more tired than ever, or more quickly to burn out or um, worse sleep or requiring more sleep, sickness, all those things. So all the things that go on with your body is actually body communication. Now, you maybe were never told that. I know I wasn't. I I always thought when something happened with my body, my first question was like, what's wrong? And how do I fix it? And why does my body require so much? <laughs> it was along those lines. And uh, the more I use these tools of access consciousness and start to look at all the work they have with bodies, um, there's a whole specialty called Right Body for You. I used to be a Right Body for You facilitator, um, but I really loved the difference with the body conversation is that it's everything that goes on with your body is a communication. It's just communication. What is it communicating? And what if we could demystify some of the mystery of body communication so that you can start to cultivate a greater communion with your sweet, miraculous body and to not only have that com- that communion, that gifting and receiving, but to get into a, a creative, generative forward-moving force in the world. Mm -hmm. Sound good. With your body as your partner. Because this lifetime, like, you you chose this body, this lifetime, and your body can be the greatest friend, the greatest companion this whole lifetime. It will show up for you day after day and have your back, you the being. And imagine you had your bodies back to that degree. And from there, when the when you come together, you become a greater force in the world. So yes, it, going back to the basics, how we look at bodies and access is maybe a little different you got to see what lands for you and in what's light for you. But we look at your body has its own consciousness. You may have heard of things that 
different modalities or different techniques, or even I've heard this recently in the medical field where people are starting to talk about bodies as though they actually have their own consciousness. And then you, the infinite being, you are this being that is occupying this body. So you are not separate, but you're also, you have your own like drop of consciousness to offer. When you glom them together, it can create miscommunication and discordance with you and the body. So if this is the first time you've ever heard this concept, or maybe the first time it's landing for you, what if you just took a minute and actually acknowledged the consciousness of your body? Kind of like, kind of like acknowledging something that's been with you all these years, but you've never really acknowledge it as its own well consciousness essentially its own oh, element element of receiving element of perceiving of knowing of being Cool. So, hi, body. Hello. Now, you might have noticed a lot of stuff. You might have noticed like a sense of peace, a quietness. You might have not noticed anything. You might have also noticed like more pain and more sensation going on. If your body's been trying to communicate to you for a very long time, and you have been avoiding and negating and resisting that communication, sometimes when you put, it's kind of like the animal, okay? So you know like that, the animal that's like, oh, and like flopping around and trying to get your attention. And the moment you're like, hi, it's like, and like the tail's wagging and it's all like crazy. Well, your body might get all kind of crazy when you put your attention on it. If you've been like really denying it attention for a while. That's okay. Don't, if you're willing, don't like shut it back down or don't shut it out or ignore it. Just be with it and relax and invite your body to relax with you. Yeah, there we go. It's a little better. And now you can start the process of doing some body communication if you're willing to. And if this is new for you, you might feel like you're stumbling along, not doing it right, not really doing anything. Just keep going. And one day it will go click. And it's just going to be like, oh my God, this is so clear. You just have, you just keep going. It will just, that will just occur. If you've been doing body communication for a while and you want to just take a moment with your body or you would like to expand the communication, like strengthen that communication, then you can play along too. So all, what if, what if all the sensations, whether it's pain or pleasure 
confusion, all of the physical sensations is body communication. So that kind of seems basic. That kind of like makes sense, right? So if you like hit your hand on something and it hurts, the pain sensory is a communication that we just damaged the body or injured the body, right? That makes sense? Uh-huh. Okay. Now, the next step is to look at what if all the body communication that you're receiving doesn't necessarily have to do with you or your body. So if you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh my God, I have a kinked neck. Our assumption, what we would presume is I must have slept funny. Oh my God, did I do something yesterday? And we're like trying to work it out and we're like here. And what we've done is we've owned this as ours and as our body, as it belongs to our body. And then we have to work to undo it. But what if in that moment when you woke up this morning and you had that, that communication kink and neck, it was actually something different. What if it wasn't your kink in the neck? What if your body was communicating, hey, you know, your partner injured their neck last night when they were sleeping? Or, hey, three blocks down the street, someone fell down the stairs yesterday or last night and they're in a lot of pain. Or, hey, this is when we get into the cuckoo kachoo land and you might not believe in this, but what if you're aware of the future? What if your body's going, oh, hey, you might injure yourself today or someone you care for is going to injure themselves today. You'll never get to the information available if you go kink in the neck, presume must be blah, 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 and then lock it in and then you try and fix the problem. But that's kind of how we're taught to treat our bodies. It's like symptom-based and um, assuming that everything we feel belongs to us. What if 98% of everything you physically feel does not belong to you? I mean that, 98%. What's light for you is true for you. What's heavy for you is not true for you or there's a lie attached, okay? So just, I know that doesn't make any sense. And the first time I heard it, I was like, what? Like, nah. But if you do... For three days straight, who does it belong to with every feeling that you have in your body? And you actually return those feelings to where they originated from. What's shown up for me and other people I know that have actually done the challenge is that they are amazed at how much doesn't belong to them. Even like the sensation of like, I need to go pee. I realize that I go pee for people all day long. Because <laughs> most of the time it's not mine. Crazy, huh? Hungry. Who does it belong to? It's a feeling. Pain, that's a, that's a feeling, right? It's an intensity. It's an awareness. Tiredness. 
Who does that belong to? Okay, so you have a sensation shows up. Could be when you wake up, could be during the day. And often we can quickly connect it because we're actually trained at making connections, right? To connect things together all the time. And so a sensation will come, a feeling will come up. Your body will feel something and we are so quick to connect it to a reason of why it would feel that way. My stomach's upset. Oh my God, it's because I had two cups of coffee today instead of one. Oh, it's that thing I ate. Oh, I didn't eat enough. Oh, it's because I had gluten. Oh, it's because of blah, 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 blah. Where's the body communication in there? There's no communication going on at all. My stomach's upset. This would be communication. Whoa, hey body, what is this? Not even, why is my stomach, why is the stomach upset? Because that in itself has um, conclusions in it, right? The conclusion is that my stomach is upset, that my stomach is upset. I've claimed it as mine, I've made it mine, and that it has to stomach just because I'm perceiving it in that area and that it is upset. There's a million conclusions. It's not a real question. So what is this? Body, what is this? Oh, you might just get a wave of energy and no cognitive idea of what that is. You might get a picture in your head of like your mom and you're like, is it my mom's? Something going with my mom's body. Buddy, what is this? You might like picture going outside and being with the earth. Okay, now that could be, it's the earth's. Your, our bodies are so aware. I should probably do a whole podcast on bodies and earth because it's just insane. The communion that we have with the earth that we never acknowledge. Or it could be your body saying, hey, there's something we need to shift. If you go and be with the earth, this will go. Because it's body communication is so different because you're not communicating with a person that can verbally respond, which might not be a bad thing. Because how many people do you know actually say what they mean when they're communicating? <laughs> how many people can actually clearly communicate what's going on, what they would like? what they require, not very many. Communication is a, oh my gosh, it is a sad, sad land that <laughs> has not been tended to, it has not been watered, it has not been, no one's been shown how to create an ecosystem of communication. It's, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say no one, There, I'm sure there's lots of people that had like wonderful like uh, examples of communication. I remember taking communication in school to like, and even that, like it, I learned so much from that. And I felt like it was just the tip of the iceberg on what's possible with 
true, clear communication. So when you're starting to have communication with your body, one, you have to acknowledge it's not going to communicate the same way that if you were speaking to your friend or your family or your uh, colleague or child, it's going to communicate differently. And if you've been shutting down communication for a very long time, there's going to be a little bit of a interesting period where you're going to get to, you're going to clear some stuff out. You're going to get to know each other a little bit better and you're going to actually grow that communication garden. So that that's that stumble part I was talking about because sometimes we just need to stumble along a little bit and we're like, oh, my body would really like to eat this right now. And you eat it and you're like, what the heck just happened? Because now I feel like I'm going to throw up. Like, body, why did you want to eat this? That, again, is not a question. Body, what is this? Is a question. Because there's nothing attached to it. What is this? It's completely open. What do I do with this? Can we change this? And if yes, then like, how do we change this body? So how does your body communicate to you that you've never acknowledged? One thing, my body's so cute, is I don't get, I don't often get, I shouldn't say I never get, I don't often get what people would call as hunger pains. You know, like when you're like, oh, my stomach, like I feel hungry. I used to. And then I realized with a lot of the who does it belong to that it was never my hunger. I was just eating for other people. So the rare time I get a hunger sensation, I often go, who does this belong to? Is it mine or someone else's? And then I'll return it to sender. So, but then I would just kind of not eat because I would forget to eat because it didn't have those signals, those hunger pain signals to tell me to eat. So then I would get a sensation of, I need to go to the bathroom and I would be headed to the bathroom and find myself standing in front of the fridge with the door open. And I'm like, what am I, what am I doing here? And then it would occur to me, oh my God, I haven't eaten in like a very long time. Body, are you hungry? Light. Okay. What would you like to eat? Let's feed you. <laughs> so body communication is, is going to be so different for every person. So that's one of the ways that my body communicates to me. I also, uh, my body sends me pictures in my head. Like I'll get a picture of something. Um chills, shivers, that kind of stuff. Obviously, um, pain, uh, intensities, those are different ways of communication. Uh, sometimes my eyes will just go to like, if I'm asking a question, my eyes will flick to the thing that I'm asking about, or my head is even turned, you know? Um, but I had to build up this communication for years, years it took me. Um, Ways to start is like doing body testing. You probably heard of body testing where you can, you put your feet together, you stand there and then you, you ask your body, body, show me yes. Use your rocks forward, body, show me no. Use your rocks back. If it's a little funky, then keep asking until you feel like, I call it like calibrating. I don't know what the term you should use, but um, 
But when I set it up with my body, I'm like, hey, body, when when it's a yes, I want you to go forward. When it's a no, I want you to go back. Body, show me yes. And so this is like, I'm like tuning my, like my guitar, my strings, my communication at this time, right? And so I'm, I'm tuning in and I'm, I'm getting everything working. And then I'll ask the question, like, body, would you like a sip? Would you like to drink this coffee today? My body would rock forward. Yes. Or my body would rock back. No. So it's a great way to start when you're like brand new to body communication. Um, and just every day asking it questions, it will open up that communication more and more. Even if you don't think you're getting an answer, you're getting awareness. It will translate over time. So just keep going. And if you're willing to start to honor your body by asking it all the things that pertain to it. So for example, does an infinite being wear clothes or does the body wear clothes? Obviously, it's the body, right? So ask the body, body, what would you like to wear today? Body, I ask my body all the time, like, how would you like your hairstyle? Would you like makeup today? Would you not like makeup today? Body, what would you like to eat? How much would you like to eat? When would you like to eat? Population body, would you like to have sex today? would you like to have sex with? If you start to ask all these questions, you, you really start to open this door of communication, but it also strengthens your communication. And it builds a trust in communication. Because here's the thing is, especially starting, a lot of people I've noticed, they will ask their body a question but they actually have already decided what they want the answer to be. And they'll just make it that answer. They're just going to make it light, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, but it's not really, it's not really clear communication, right? Cause your body's clearly communicating something to you the best that it can. And you're going, mm, yeah. So you definitely don't want coffee because coffee is bad and evil. Or you definitely do want coffee because I've decided I can't function without coffee. And your body's like, not today. I just don't want coffee today. So part of body communication is actually giving up a bit of control as that infinite being because we want to control our bodies. We are taught to control your bodies. Have you ever heard like, get yourself under control, get that kid at, under control, um, like in classrooms, stop wiggling, stop moving, stop talking, control, 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 control. We're, we've learned that controlling your body is the valuable and um, appropriate thing to do here. Yeah, what if being out of control and in communion and in creation and generation with your body is the thing you came to do here? So how different does that actually create the world in your world? I used to feel like my body was this thing I had to take care of, and it was super annoying. And I never did the things that I wanted to do. Never looked the way I wanted it to look. <laughs> when I opened up this body communication, I realized like, oh, I have a co-conspirator here like I have someone that's 
so interested and invested in me, the being, that it will do and be anything for me, even the bad guy, even the annoying one. You know, you know, like sometimes if you're a parent, sometimes you have to be the bad guy. You don't want to. Well, at least I don't want to, but you know that this is going to create more. You know, you have to step up and be that parent and be that leader. Well, sometimes your body is being the bad guy for you because they are so committed to you. It's like the most loyal, magical creature you could ever hope for. And, and we accuse it of being disloyal because it's not obeying our commands, but that's not true loyalty, true loyalty from the body is the willingness to be do and create anything that will support the being and that includes getting really really sick that includes having things break down and not function well that includes having creating a lot of pain It will do and be anything. So rather than hating it, judging it, being so angry with it, start to learn the dance of communication that your body has available. And you can you can strengthen that communication to make it even greater. Like I didn't always get pictures in my head, but it developed over time. It used to be a lot of sensation, like physical for me and my body it used to be a lot of pain and sleeplessness and exhaustion. And the more, and so you communicate on those little like fun things like body, what would you like to wear today? And then you can communicate on those bigger concepts of like, okay, body, we've had chronic back pain since for 10 years or whatever. What is this? What are you communicating? And start to unravel that and start to get clear on what's going on. Because what if everything is a communication? Now, not everything needs to be significant and relevant. You might be like, oh man, I feel like my ears are like a little plugged today. And then you don't have to make this big, significant, like, what am I not willing to hear? And da, 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 da. like, what if bodies didn't have to be significant? What if bodies could actually be a joyful experience of embodiment and also a navigation device? It's, it's your like greatest compass. It's like, it tells us like where North is on the map, you know? And wow, it's like, your body is this miracle. So clear communication. start to play with questions and we do, we use a lot of questions on the show and you can apply those questions to your body. I mean, a great one is the four that I gave you. What is this? What do we do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how do I change it? But um, some other like great questions are just 
when you're involving anything in your, with your body, body, what would you like to do here? Body, what would you like to wear? How are you today, body? What's up? How's it going? You know, and what if you were allowing your body not to have physical issues and you were still communicating with it? Because that's what I see too is like, okay, so we get good at the body communication, but then we're only paying attention to it's like the child, like you have the quiet child that doesn't have a lot of needs and isn't annoying and they just kind of get ignored all the time. And then you have the squeaky wheel that's getting like all the freaking attention because it's driving you crazy. What if your body got it, your attention even when it wasn't driving you crazy? Buddy, what are you aware of with this person? It's a cool question. Buddy, what are you aware of um, our business requires? Buddy, what are you aware of with the future? Woo! Buddy, what are you aware of we could choose? That would create more for us. <laughs> Body, what are you aware that we could lose that would create more for us? See what you might get, like thoughts popping into your head. You might be getting pictures. You might be having memories show up or just a lot of energy. What else could you ask? Buddy, what can we create together this lifetime that we never imagined possible? And you could end every day with like, how grateful are you for your body today? You'd ask it the other way. How grateful am I for my body today? How much can I expand that gratitude? Grow that gratitude. So that every day you're more and more grateful. It's a great way to have communication. You don't require conflict with your body. It's not necessary. I know it seems necessary because everyone on this planet seems to have it. What if it was not necessary? Buddy, what would you like to choose? Buddy, where would you like to go? Buddy, what can we add? What would be really fun for you? What can we add to our life? And just keep going. Just keep asking questions and exploring it curiously. You're going to find your way, your way of body communication that there might be similarities to what I've shared or what you've seen other people be like. When it comes down to it, it's going to be unique to you. It's going to be your unique dance and it will actually continuously change. As great as you've ever had body communication, it can get greater. 
There's no ceiling. There's no limit. Hey, body, show me. Show me. Now, some people, when they when they jump into this, they start to make their body, they start to like assume that their body's more conscious and aware than them the being. It's not about that either. What if you weren't making one greater than the other? What if you're willing to have a 50-50 relationship, creationship with your body? When you ask body what you're aware of, you're also acknowledging that you have awareness. And together your your awareness is times a thousand. It's not, it's not one plus one equals two with your body. It's one plus one equals a godzillion, really. It's quite miraculous. My sense is you chose a body this lifetime to have a body. <laughs> if bodies weren't valuable, you wouldn't be embodied. You would have chosen to remain in the spirit world and communicate from there and engage from there. But if you have a body, then there's something miraculous about this. You can unlock it, choose it, and explore it. And thank you for exploring with me. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if together we could create a greater, more curious world?